0: Welcome to That Foreign Feeling, a podcast that creates space for conversations surrounding mental health, grief, and loss, when you may not know what you are feeling exactly, but you know something is different. You may not be able to explain it or understand it. All of these feelings are what we call That Foreign
1: Feeling. What was your um, favorite fundraiser that you've done?
0: Probably the golf tournament has been our favorite because it's been really cool seeing a lot of people who are in like my dad's life you know for so many years and kind of seeing um and a lot of his family comes and it's it's really fun it's um and it's really kind of cool so this upcoming year it'll actually be on his angelversary so it'll be on June 10th um it just happens to kind of be on that Monday so there'll be you know a lot of feelings that day but um we're really excited to kind of have it so
1: and this will be you. your
0: Yep, it'll be our third year. Uh, cool.
1: Can you give us like a behind the scenes of putting on that fundraiser?
0: Yeah, so um actually it's kind of changing this year so we're forming more committees. Um so we have like a sponsorship committee, volunteer committee, um so like Nikki who's part of the podcast, she's he- like the head of our volunteers. Um and so it's going to, it's a little more structured that way before it was kind of all hands on deck. And cause we were just trying to figure, you know, figure it out. And, um, we work with, um, you know, the golf course. So at St. cory national and Somerset, um, and then essentially just reach out to local businesses for sponsorships. So we have different tiers. You can sponsor a whole, you could become like, and we have then like sponsorship tiers. So it could be like the albatross sponsor and eagle sponsor birdie sponsor and then um we have raffles as well so people can donate items to be raffled off so people do like gift baskets or gift cards things like that um we reach out to like local sports teams um and see if they would like to donate stuff um and we've had kind of a mix in the past and then um yeah, it's. Then we kick it off, and off we go.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of a early. lot of work. It is a yeah, lot. Yeah, how of early work. do you guys start planning? Aren't you starting soon, or have you already started? We're starting June?
0: next month. We already we had a meeting already on Friday, um, so we've already kind of been talking about it here in August. We'll kick it off in next month in September, um and then which is earlier. Normally we don't start until the new year um Mm. but this year since we're kind of structuring it more with committees i just want to make sure i give everyone you know enough time and i really appreciate all the volunteers since it is i mean everyone's volunteering their time so i just want to be cognizant Mm -hmm. of that and make sure everyone you know Mm -hmm. is i appreciate everyone doing that so
1: if we have any um listeners i would maybe want to volunteer is there like a way that they could like reach out to you or something or do you have
0: If they email um, info at thebutterflypath.org and just let us know that they want to, you know, help and volunteer, that would be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't have to, they can, That you can join anytime. It's not like you have to be, you know, there at our first meeting in September. Um, we welcome anyone at any time. So.
1: Cool. All right. Uh-huh. So creating partnerships. How does that go for the butterfly path? How do you choose who you want to partner with? Who are you partnered with now? Um, so
0: essentially I kind of, when I was networking about, I was trying to figure out for our funding, I wanted to help essentially with therapy and fun sessions. I just didn't know where to start. So I just kind of reached out to some local, um, providers essentially. And um like we started off with Borman counseling in New Richmond um and they don't have their physical location anymore um but that kind of kicked us off and it's, and that program has really evolved because before it was you would apply for assistance and then I could help uh, refer you or things like that and although we still do that it's more uh we provide funding for um it's kind of like a grant to different providers um and so we have two in hudson and one in river falls um and we since we did have one in new richmond it was nice to have i'm trying to you know spread it out so people it's accessible for people um but so right now we work with hudson counseling couples and family therapy um in hudson and then adult teen counseling and river falls so um That's just kind of been through just creating, you know, partnerships and meeting with them and kind of talking through to see if it would be a good fit or if they kind of see a need Um, and just kind of, because one thing that was really interesting when I was starting the program is I was trying to understand a lot of private practices can't take state insurance Um, just from like a business standpoint, you would, It just doesn't work out very well. Um, And so, and that's been, that was one of my things is I wanted to make sure that therapy was accessible for everyone, no matter what your insurance status was. Um, And even if you have insurance, let's say your copay is really big, you know, or your deductible or whatever. It's it's still, so I tried, I don't have, um, like you don't have to have a specific income status or something like that to get the help, um, but the providers that we work with have been very helpful and it's kind of a, right now, kind of the bandwidth that we're able to help support and continue to support right now. I would love to grow it, but um, for right now, it's kind of a good, a good point for us to keep the program going and being able to still help a lot of people, so yeah.
1: Does the provider reach out? um, that you have a partnership with them or the person that needs help?
0: The person that needs help. Um, and I'll refer them to one of those providers if they have room, um, or if the provider does have someone who could use help, but then like, let's say, like, let's say I was going to therapy, but then my insurance changed. So I would have to stop therapy. Well, then that provider is able to suggest that they could use this, a therapy scholarship. Um, and it's, you know, it's worked out so far. Um, I'm continuing to learn and kind of change the program as we go, just as, you know, things change. Um, and it always depends on funding as well. Um, but yeah, we've been, we've been pretty really lucky with who we've worked with.
1: Have you heard of any um, other nonprofit kind of doing the same thing or is you're you're navigating this fresh.
0: I'm navigating it fresh. I don't know
1: if that's a new term. I guess Are you navigating this fresh.
0: I am, um, which is which is why it's kind you're of strange because I I learn each like each like time I do it. I'm like okay, then I take it back, and then and again, it also depends on funding too. So then I have to kind of pivot and. Um, and because we need to sustain, you know, us as a nonprofit. And so I want to make sure because essentially our end goal is to continue to help people. Um, and there's always going to be a need. So it just is. Yeah. It's hard sometimes. And it's hard saying no to sometimes. I have I have to, or I can only help so much too. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's hard for me to only be able to help so much because I want to knock down the barriers, but sometimes you can only knock them down a little bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're only one
2: person.
0: Right. And the reason why we started it too, is I believe that even one therapy session can help someone feel okay, or that they're going to be okay. Or Mm -hmm. it's a good starting point for them. And we've had, I mean, We've helped people from the age eight to 81, both men and women, not even all from Hudson, not all from, like, I mean, we've helped people from all over um, into the twin cities. Um, I mean, so that's been really cool. Just knowing that we've been able to help a wide range of people too, and of all different instances. And for example, we've helped someone who, went to their therapy appointment, initially, like their first one, and then found out that they actually needed a different service. And so but they wouldn't have been able to find that out until, you know, they went to one therapy session. So mm-hmm. that's where I kind of give myself grace, knowing that, you know, we can still help someone with at least one therapy session.
1: Um, so Mm -hmm. It's like a ripple effect too so by you helping that one person you're giving somebody resources that when somebody's in their spot that they know Mm -hmm. gets transferred to them so mm -hmm. yeah so basically you're amazing and good work and we appreciate you and what you are doing
0: i'm hoping i yeah yeah it's hard
1: so so people want to like help they can do things like buy like choose happy shirts on like the website and stuff like that like that helps to go towards these individuals and this program
0: a monthly donation of five dollars makes a difference Mm. like when like donations it does not need to be a large amount any amount helps the organization right i hate asking for money that is one and i know we're a nonprofit, but i have issues with asking for money i i can't and i know people want to help but
1: mm-hmm.
0: i know i need to and i'll i'll work on that
1: <laughs> okay gotta start just somewhere. Yeah. just switch out your coffee one day yep throw five bucks yeah there that you way. throw five bucks your way because it feels good to give and to serve and stuff so it's a it's a day brightener and yes. you can help other people out in a non-profit like you guys so
2: With kids at home and a family business, it doesn't take much for my schedule to get thrown off. Flexible therapy options has been a lifesaver. That's why I choose BetterHelp, the sponsor of today's podcast. I can change my appointment easily via their app, switch from a video call to a hands-free phone call if I end up on the road, or change from a video or call to real-time messaging from my phone or computer if my kids are around. If you think BetterHelp could be the right choice for you and your unpredictable schedule, check out our description and look for the link betterhelp.com slash that foreign feeling. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. Again, we will have that link in our description below, but if you have a pen handy, that's com slash that foreign feeling. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode.
1: So, Anna, you are obviously the founder, but you have like people in your corner that like help you like run the show. Do you want to kind of like introduce those people?
0: Yeah. So, our board has actually grown, which has been and it's evolved throughout the years, which has been really awesome. Um, right now, currently, it's me. It's my mom. Uh, our treasurer, Karen. We have Nikki, who is on the podcast as well, um, on our board. And then Allison, who helps with our fundraising, and is just a mastermind in, you know, how to help us gain funding, which has been really awesome. Um, And so we meet periodically And they kind of help me with, you know, I just brain dump ideas or kind of what's going on and they help kind of either troubleshoot things or also, um, like, for instance, Nikki is just a great networker. So, uh, you know, able to refer me to someone who's able to help with it, you know, whatever I have come up, um, it's just been a really great group of women who just kind of help me feel sane throughout it all <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. are, are any of um any of the ladies on the board like is this what they do for work or this is all like in their day job too and then they just yep. want to help out or just
0: yeah they all have full-time jobs um so they just help out which I appreciate to the max um And they help field my questions when I text them and things like that. So they really, you know, take time to help me out um, and really care about the organization. Um, And I met Nikki just because I put out an ad on Facebook um, about people joining our board. And we just had kind of an informational session. And then I met, I had her um, meet me for coffee one day when I lived in New Richmond. And she, um, she just was a perfect fit. And then, um, Allison, I've known her since I was, so I met her when I was a part of North Hudson Pepperfest on their royalty. And because she ran Hammond royalty at the time and we were really close with that year. So I've known her since I was 17. Um, and she reached out on how to help and I met her for coffee too. And she started talking about all these fundraising ideas and I was like, I need you on my board (laughs) (laughs) and then my mom has just been you know my sounding board um through it all and Karen I've known her actually since I was like in diapers essentially she's been a really close family friend um and helps me field all my financial questions and really is awesome because numbers literally make me cry (laughs)
1: so it's good
0: it's good I'm really grateful to have such a strong team um and they all help out with the golf tournament too which is awesome because it's not like a requirement by any means but it's a big part of our organization and so they all help out um in some way shape or form and we've been we've been really lucky we've had this board um for like three years them you know all of us on the same team for about three years now and it's been awesome so and then, really, how patient. often do
1: you guys? <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. I was just asking how often do you guys have to like meet?
0: That depends. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just through an email kind of correspondence. Um, we had like our mm-hmm. yearly board meeting, kind of like a year one, kind of talking through end of the year budget thing, like things like that, looking into next year, um, just last month. Um, sometimes we'll meet quarterly over Zoom. Um, it really kind of depends on the time of the year because I just try to be also cognizant. Again, like every yeah. stuff, so like holiday season, I don't want to add another thing onto someone's plate or things like that. So um, sometimes it's quick virtual meeting. Sometimes it's we'll meet at the Hudson Library in person. So normally at least once a year we meet in person, the rest is over Zoom. Well,
1: that's nice that you have that option, especially because... Like you were saying, they all have full-time jobs and, you know.
0: Yes, and families and, yeah, the yeah,
1: whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's good. Look, since we're talking about behind the scenes, so if do you ever dedicate a whole day to, like, Butterfly Path work and what would that look like behind the scenes? Or is it just snippets? Like, how would that day go?
0: Um, It's either, like if I end up waking up early, sometimes I'll, you know, go through my emails and things like that. Otherwise it's usually at night. Um, I'm kind of cleaning out my inbox and doing stuff like that. Um, And just trying to kind of stay organized. Um, But I mean, the bulk work is probably like in the evening, um, dedicate an hour or so. Um, I could be better. (laughs) But again, people are so patient with me and I, so thankful for that. Um it's been really awesome. Anyone we've worked with, people are just really thankful for anything that we can do. So and I just am really grateful.
1: Right. That makes makes you want to keep doing it then because this is like a a free time. It's non profit, not for pay and stuff. And so you plan it around your regular life. You don't get work time to do it and neither does anybody that helps out. So
0: yeah, sometimes I'll like if I have something scheduled like midday or like when we met with um, you know, the, the golf course for the meeting, I would take, you know, some time off of work to go do that. Um, but other than that, it's really flexible um that I can do in the evening time, which is nice.
1: Yeah. Flexible doesn't always mean easy and not hard. That's so that's true. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that is we appreciate you I'm trying to work on my time
0: management my time management discipline um I was gonna
1: say self-discipline do you use a planner
0: I use my phone (laughs) my phone I I, like anytime I buy a planner I just never fill it out like I'll go like a month and I I, like won't fill it out and I'm like then I get stressed that I didn't fill it out So now I just use my phone as my calendar and it's, I use the notes app if I have like things that I need to do or like a quick thought. Um, And then my email is basically
1: Mm -hmm. that. So I do the same thing, but I want to get better because like for the kid's school schedule, that's printed out and I just carry it. So I can see like the gaps in the day. So like, if we're getting behind, I can like physically see right there like uh all right well I'll just move it over here or we can do it later because there's those gaps yes and mm-hmm. stuff but the pl- planners I can't I even was like I'm a- I bought this sticky picture thing so you print off a picture and it's like a sticker and I was like oh you know and if I don't use it I'll just use it to document and then print off a yeah. picture of like the kids or whatever that day and stick it in to try to make myself feel less bad for not being good at my planner but now I just got bad <laughs> at two things yeah. <laughs> Literally my <laughs> life.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I I guess oh. I'm just trying to give myself grace in the sense of I can't be everywhere at once. I can't do it all, but I'm going to try. But my main thing mm-hmm. is I'm trying to work on being self-disciplined to just because I know it's going to be, I know I can do it. I just, when I get tired, I just want to lay on the couch and, you know, like talk about like distress tolerance. I just need to be a vegetable on the couch and or I just need to scroll on TikTok for but then it then it's like my dad used to say this to me when Facebook came out and or like I was able to get Facebook in high school, I would sit at the computer because that was before I had like an iPod touch, you know, where you could have the app and everything. And I spent so much time on social media. And I mean, I'm kind of glad because I do that for a living now. So it almost set me up for success for my career that pays my bills. (laughs) But it's really hard to turn that off. And my dad used to tell me like, for every hour you spent on social media, go shoot 50 hockey pucks down in the basement because we would have like a hockey net and things like that. And I just never did it because one, I was stubborn and didn't like to be told what to do. And two, I was like, it was more fun just scrolling on social media and mm-hmm. I like think back to that and I'm like I really need to apply that to my work and be like if I have a half hour on TikTok I need to do a half hour of work so it's just it's, it's hard then I'm like then all of a sudden an hour goes by and then I start feeling bad that I just wasted an hour but I'm also just I'm trying my best
1: <laughs> I think that also sometimes sounds you need very a, very normal
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'm so hard on myself. My therapist is like, it's, you're doing okay. I'm like, no, I'm not.
1: (laughs) I feel you on that one. Hard on yourself.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's But that's kind of Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of the butterfly path. And we're always looking for help. We're always looking for volunteers. Um, We'll need volunteers for the golf tournament for sure. And if anyone has any fundraising opportunities, reach out. Um, They can always email or go to thebutterflypath.org for more information. Um, But do you guys have any other last, you know, questions about the Butterfly Path?
1: I think you were very (laughs) thorough. I think you nailed it. (laughs) Yes. And if anybody listening has any questions, feel free to reach out social media email yes all the things yep you can email us at that foreign feeling at gmail.com or visit the show notes for more information and the butterfly oh. path is the dot yes
0: and follow the butterfly path on social media too we're on instagram and facebook thank you for listening to that foreign feeling for more information on the butterfly path or this podcast visit that